Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week. And regardless of when you're listening to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us if you would share with a friend or to rate and review our show. It makes a big difference. Understandably, there's a lot of people really freaking out about the stock market right now. People that invest through their 401ks or, or elsewhere, and they're getting anxious, which, again, is understandable. The stock market is down 23% since the beginning of the year as we're recording this episode. And when we talk about the stock market, we say, well, the stock market should be up 8 to 10% a year, and it's down 23% in less than six months' time. So that feels scary, feels intense, and there's a reality as humans that when, we, when something bad happens to us, the pain is worse than the good feeling we have when something good happens to us. So we have this natural aversion to loss. So people are freaking out. And I get it. I get it, especially if, if you don't study the stock market, if it's not something that you're familiar with, and you do it kind of as an aside because you know you should, but you don't really fully understand it. So this idea that the market's down 23% in less than six months is really intense. I want to put it in perspective for people. And I think some people know this, but others, this might be a total surprise. The stock market is down 23%. It has not been this low since December of 2020, 18 months ago. So it feels really, really intense, but we're down to a level that was just 18 months ago, which, mind you, was an all-time high. So December of 2020, the stock market got to where it is right now. And people were celebrating it was an all-time high. And here we are 18 months later, mourning the fact that things are so bad. Because we just lost 23%. That's intense. Until we zoom way out and we realize, oh, 18 months ago it was at the same level and that was an all-time high. And so the, the conversation that I get from people is, well, what do we do, Travis? What do we do? What decisions do we need to make? What do we need to do? What do we need to adjust? And people, people have this urge to do something. And that's not stock market specific. That's human specific. We live in a culture that always says you have to do something about everything. Anytime something goes wrong, we got to do something. Anytime something bad happens, we got to do something. Maybe the do something is we got to fire somebody or we need to put a new rule in place or a new law. And we try to do something to mask whatever it is. And sometimes doing something is good. But sometimes when we do something, it, it's really just to make ourselves feel like we're in control. And when it comes to investing, we're not in control. We're not in control of the stock market. And everybody wants to do something to help correct it or to safeguard ourselves? And my answer to that question is always, don't do anything. 
And then the response would be, well, you're okay losing all this money. And my answer is yes, I am. Because I see the big picture. The big picture is, is just what I mentioned, that 18 months ago was the last time we've been at that number, this number we're at today, and that was an all-time high. And you zoom out even further, and we think about, okay, what, what does this look like when you, we get out of our little bubble of, of success that we've had for the last decade? Well, I put together an exhaustive study of the stock market history. It's something I've always been fascinated by. And over the course of 150 years, you can break it down block by block in whatever size you want. And there's a statistic that I always like to think about and talk about, which is the worst you could have done in the stock market over 25 years, the worst, is being up 4.92% a year over 25 years. That's the worst you could have ever done, which, is, which means that if you put your money in, the worst you could have done is made about 3.3 times as much money as you started with. That's the worst. You even go back to 15 years, there's no chance in 15 years you ever would have lost money in the stock market. And knowing that, this idea of doing something doesn't carry a lot of water to me. Because I know, historically speaking, over a long period of time, it's all a nothing burger. It's irrelevant to the conversation. And then people say, yeah, Travis, but if you were to take your money out now and then you would put it back in when it hits the bottom, then you would, you're going to win. You'd be better off. Well, in theory, that's true. But you have to be right two times. You have to be right on when you sell and you have to be right on when you buy. And there's probably only a handful of people in this world, you and me are not one of them, that can figure that out, if, if they can even figure that out. And statistics show, they've done studies, that when you try, try to time the market, you, you, will, you will lose. You will never do as good as you would just by sitting still, doing nothing. Which is why I'm a big believer in employing the do-nothing strategy. When things are good, I do nothing. When things are bad, I do nothing. I trust the long-term stock market to do what the long-term stock market has always done. So then the natural next question I get from people, they'll ask, well, is now a good time to buy? To which I respond, yes, but so was yesterday and so is tomorrow. We don't buy because it's, at a certain, it's doing a certain thing or it's behaving a certain way. We buy when it's right for us to buy. I've, I've walked alongside a lot of people that try to make irrational choices to invest at a time when they're not ready because they say this is the best time to buy, so I need to buy, and then they do something that might hurt them in the long run and has hurt them because they're rushing to do something because in their brain it was the right thing to do. It was the right time. Whether you invest today or, or two weeks ago or a month from now, or a year from now. It's irrelevant. When we get 25 years out, it's all irrelevant. It's a rounding error at that point. All we can do is make the best choice for us today, and then tomorrow we do it again, and the next day we do it again. 
And if you are an investor, and most of us are, and we should be, most of us, it's through our paycheck. So it's pretty, it's a, it's a, it's a good rhythm. If you get paid every two weeks, 26 times a year, you will invest in the stock market. Each one of those times is the good time to invest. It absolutely is. You'll invest when it goes down, you'll invest when it goes up, and you're employing the do-nothing strategy. You just let it do what it's going to do. And some people say, well, Travis, okay, you mentioned the 25 years, the worst you could do in 25 years. But it's, I, I don't, I don't want to watch, I can't stomach watching my money go down 23% like it has this year. To which I respond with a question. And let's just say this person is 30 years old. And I'll respond, you can't even get access to this money for 30 more years. So why does it matter? And there's usually a long pause, and they'll, they'll respond something to the, line, to, to, the, to the tune of, well, that's a good point. I guess I, guess I didn't think about it that way. And, I'm, and, I, and I mean it in all sincerity. I, I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to, to be condescending. I'm really asking a question I think is relevant because we don't think of it this way. If you're investing in your retirement and you have 20, 30, 40 years to go before you're even going to touch this money, why do we care what the stock market did over the first six months of 2022? It's down 23%. That's okay. In fact, if you're young, this could be the best thing in the world. It means your next paycheck is going to go in at a little bit lower price. And then maybe the check after that and the check after that. And at some point, you'll get in at a higher price. And then a decade down the road, we'll see the same thing. We'll get, the stock market will get crushed and we'll do it all again. But I'm a big believer in the do-nothing strategy. Because when we do things, because we want to make it feel like we're doing something, we will often sabotage ourselves. And I think you deserve better than that. And I really think you deserve better than stressing about it. I don't want you to stress about it. I had this conversation with another client recently where they were a little agitated by how much money they've lost this year. And they're like, hey, Travis, I know we can't touch it for a long time, but it just feels, it just feels hard. You know, we work hard. And it feels like our work went, went to nothing. And I get that. I do get that sentiment. So what I did is I opened up my account, and I'm much older than them, meaning I have many multiples of what they had. And I showed them. I said, here's how much I've lost. And I don't, I'm not going to lose a minute of sleep over it. I don't think about it. I didn't even know how much I lost until I just opened it for you. I haven't opened this thing all year because I know the big picture and I'm employing the do nothing strategy because I know how that plays out long term. So that's, that's a way I, I would encourage you to look at your investing and perceive your investing life and to act on your investing, which is to do nothing. Do what you're going to do. Invest like you were going to invest. If you invest 500 a month, great. Invest 500 a month. If you invest a portion of your paycheck every pay period, awesome. Just keep doing that. And don't worry about it. It could get ugly. We're down 23% a year and people said, okay, now's a good time, Travis. Now I should start investing because now it's going to go up. Well, or we could lose another 20%. I don't know. 
We don't know that. Maybe this is as low as it gets. Maybe it gets a lot lower. Maybe it goes back up quickly. Maybe it goes back up very slowly. We don't know that. And I'm not even going to pretend to try to know. So I will just employ the do-nothing strategy and just do what I'm going to do. And if we do that, we will all win. We'll win and we'll look back and it will feel far less scary than it felt as we were in the moment. So that's my encouragement to you to employ the do-nothing strategy. And ultimately, you will be the beneficiary of that. And I believe you deserve that. That's all I have for today. If you'd like to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love to hear from you. You can find our Facebook group through the link in the show notes. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, which is our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And if you decide to buy a course from us, please do not pay full price. As our way of saying thank you, you can get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. But if that's not your thing and you're not into that idea, that's okay. We're just glad that you're here, and we hope this podcast continues to add value to your journey. Take care, guys. Take care.